Welcome to the Equine Connection Podcast, where health, nutrition, and love for the horse come together. This podcast is brought to you by Tribute Superior Equine Nutrition. I'm Dr. Chris Mortensen. And I'm Dr. Nicole Rambo. Hey, Nicole. It's so great to see you. How are you? I am doing well, Chris. How are you today? Always great. Always great. Excited today to talk about maybe you know, a little bit senior horses, but senior feed and I know this is something that pops in and out of a lot of our conversations, so it's going to be really good today to kind of talk about senior feeds or com- complete feeds, right? I mean, th- th- those are almost interchangeable these days. They are, and I think sometimes there's confusion because we hear the word complete used in a couple different ways. In this case, we're talking about complete as in it has all the nutrients from both, you know, your micronutrient, your vitamin, your minerals, and then your macronutrients, including fiber. So it can be the complete diet of the horse. And then sometimes we hear the word complete thrown around as in this is a feed that will complete your horse's diet, providing the vitamins and minerals and amino acids it needs along with hay. So today's conversation is senior slash complete as in we could feed it as the whole diet of the horse if we needed to. Now, that's a that's, that's a great intro to that. And, and if we could just kind of expand on that a little bit, like, you know, what is a senior feed, you know, and looking at the feed tag. So if I, if I see that, then I know what's in it. If you can kind of explain that for the listeners. Sure. The biggest thing that we're thinking about is how much crude fiber is in the product and is it coming from good quality sources? Now, the interesting thing is there's no regulatory definition of senior, meaning that you can technically kind of put the name of senior on anything, which is not ideal. So you as a consumer need to double check that if we're looking for a feed to be senior or complete, that it meets these tag prerequisites. But as a nutritional community, we've identified 15% crude fiber as the minimum amount of crude fiber in what we would consider a feed that is senior or complete in that it can replace the entire diet of the horse. So you have that horse who can't eat hay anymore for senior reasons or some other ones, we could feed that product as its whole diet. So you're looking for a feed that's greater than 15% crude fiber. A lot of times you're seeing numbers more like 18 or 20%. And we want to make sure that fiber comes from good quality sources. So if it's coming from things like rice holes, oat holes, peanut holes, those increase the crude fiber value of the tag, but they're essentially indigestible. So unfortunately, those could be in a feed, increase that value, but your horse doesn't get nutritionally the support it needs from those ingredients. So we'd want to make sure there are specific ingredients because those can be hidden under those collective terms. You'd see them under roughage products or forage products. So we're going to look for greater than 15% crude fiber coming from things like beet pulp, Soy hulls, dehydrated alfalfa meal, those are all really, really good sources of digestible fiber. And then the other component that makes a feed senior or complete is that it's nutritionally complete as well. So you do have some products that are high in crude fiber, like a forage extender pellet, but it doesn't have that other nutritional fortification. So all of the amino acids, trace minerals, and vitamins that a horse needs as well. So senior feed really wraps that up all in one package 
in that it's high in digestible fiber and provides all those other nutrients to support the health and wellness of the horse. So would you, cause you, you said it earlier and, and I was like, Ooh, uh, you know, if, if there's a company out there marketing a feed as a senior feed, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a complete feed, right? So you want to go and look what's, you want to look at the feed tag then, right? That is correct. And just to make life a little bit trickier. So you have feeds that unfortunately may not either, they're not high enough in crude fiber fundamentally. So that crude fiber value isn't high enough or it's coming from not great sources. It could still have senior on the label. And on the other hand, you sometimes have feeds and we have some in our line like Calm and Easy that do meet the criteria of a senior feed. It just doesn't happen to have senior in the name. But there are situations where I would recommend we use it the way you think of a traditional senior feed, feeding 15 to 20 pounds of it per day, replacing all of the horse's diet. So that is one thing that, you know, really learning to look at our feed tags and not just following the names helps us kind of meet the right needs for our horse, whether they're a senior or not a senior. Yeah, I know. Cause it, it's, I did, I did want to ask you about that. Like with common easy, it's like, I know you say you can use it as a complete feed. So what's different? It, it just, some of the nutrients are different, right? Or is it pretty much? So what would be different say from common easy to the tribute line of senior feeds? So seniority products, so the B seniority pellet, seniority textured, and then the GC seniority textured are our true senior feeds. What you think of as your traditional senior feed, they're lower calorie so that they really can be fed in really great quantities if we choose to design a diet to do that. Again, maybe the horse doesn't have teeth anymore. Maybe there's other issues like a hay shortage due to drought, a horse with right dorsal colitis that we have to remove all long stem forage. So a number of reasons, but that's your traditional senior feed. It doesn't have to be fed in those quantities, but it can be fed in those quantities. Therefore, if you look at seniority pellet and calm and easy pellet side by side, nutritionally, the Differences are pretty minimal, but seniority pellet is lower calorie, 6% fat instead of 8% fat, just makes it easier to feed a really high volume when we need to without oversupplying calories. And then you'll notice if you look at the minimum feeding rate between the two of them, both can be fed with hay. There's no issue doing that. But average size horse, calm and easy, we'd only need to feed four pounds per day. You'll see we actually want to feed five pounds per day of the seniority pellet because the micronutrients in that are a little bit lower because the expectation is that you're going to feed it in greater quantities. Now, the good news is even if we feed calm and easy in those really high quantities, we're not going to create any toxicity issues. It's just at a certain point, we're oversupplying some of those nutrients such that they get wasted. But you know, there's not a situation where you're going to create a toxicity doing so. So that's fundamentally some of the difference you see between like a true low calorie senior and a product like Calm and Easy. We also sometimes see some texture differences. A lot of times your senior feeds are designed to be really soft. Not all of them and they don't have to be soft because we can certainly soak all of them. But pretty commonly we do see those senior feeds have some added molasses. It helps with palatability when you have to feed a lot. It keeps them softer. 
the trade-off you get with that is a little bit higher NSC. So a lot of times the situations where I'm recommending Calmanese as a complete feed is because I really want to keep NSC as low as possible. It is a harder pellet, so a lot of times we're soaking it. But the reason that the NSC is lower is because it doesn't have that little bit of added molasses. So there's some trade-offs there when we think about the texture versus the composition of some of these feeds. Now, switching gears a little bit, because it does it does get a little bit complex. And you mentioned it, you know, a, a, a horse with teeth problems, right? So obviously they have trouble you know, grazing or chewing hay. What are some of these other horse types that you would say, okay, they probably need a complete or senior feed? Is it just an age thing? Because I know we've talked about that in the past uh, on different podcasts. But in your mind, as sitting there as the equine nutritionist, you know, when you're looking at which horses these feeds are designed for, what's the checklist in your mind look like? Uh, age is just a number, Chris. It means nothing. And I'll mm-hmm. give you the perfect <laughs> I know, example. I, <laughs> I have four horses at the moment. And I have a four-year-old, a seven-year-old, one who's 10 or 11. They're all on senior sport technically a senior feed, even though they're still eating hay, it's just nutritionally a great fit for them. And my 25 year old is on a pound of essential K because he's a super easy keeper. And just because he is old doesn't necessitate that he needs a senior feed. So when we're looking at using a senior feed, thinking about it from the old horse perspective, there's no specific year that that happens. So it's going to be when they start having trouble maintaining weight or a lot of times when we start them not as able to break down hay. So even though they might still be consuming hay as their teeth wear down, they're going to get less out of it. So even before they start quitting their hay, which is kind of making it in a ball and dropping it, we're going to start introducing that senior feed even if we don't need to replace their whole diet because we know they're not getting as much high quality fiber just because they can't break down their hay as well. The time that happens is so individual for different horses. It could be 17 or 18 or could be close to 30. So that's just something that, you know, why we recommend you at least do a yearly dental exam and you keep an eye on your horse. And when you start to see those changes, that's when we introduce a senior feed. Other reasons we might use a senior feed, you know, they could be things related to we can't feed the horse hay at all because of a medical condition. That could be something like COPD or heaves, right dorsal colitis. It could even be a horse who, you know, is significantly impacted by HYPP that we just can't get a consistent tested hay source. So we've chosen to really control their potassium intake by feeding all of a bagged product. But a lot of times I'm recommending that we look at senior or complete feeds if we don't have great hay quality, if we're looking to provide cooler calories. So you'll notice all your low NSC feeds are high fiber because that is a low sugar starch way to put calories into the diet. So from that perspective, there's lots of reasons we might use a senior or complete feed in a horse who isn't old. And the one I think is pretty interesting too. And you mentioned at the beginning is like drought, right? So these are good emergency feeds. If uh, I've seen it, you know, in the Southeast, horrible drought, can't get hay in at all. And I have owners 
screaming, begging, where, where do I feed my horse? I have nothing. So this is where these, these feeds come in now too, right? Absolutely. Or maybe you don't have great quality hay. So, you know, it might be a situation that hay is available to you, but the growing year wasn't great and it's it's pretty stemmy, which we know is not as digestible. Well, these feeds that are high in digestible fiber do a great job of supplementing that, whether we have to limit the amount of hay that we're feeding because it's not available or there's a drought situation, or even if we're just feeding really low quality hay. Uh, It's a great option there as well. So basically, you know, we're thinking about giving the horse calories, right? But we're doing it in a way that is really conducive to supporting their digestive tract. And ultimately, it comes down to the fact that we have this big population of microbes that live in their hindgut. So we have to feed those fiber. So in your drought situation, when hay is not available, it's not simply enough to provide that horse enough calories to live on. It's that obviously we need to give it calories, but those calories have to come from a source that supports their digestive tract, which is where these high fiber feeds come in. Yeah, no, no, that's, yeah, it all makes sense. It all makes sense. So obviously the the instructions are, are on the bag. How do you recommend owners use this? I guess, you know, normal, if, if you're feeding hay, you can just feed them like you normally do, you know, two to three times a day. But what if you're doing it as a complete replacement feed? Is there a way you would recommend uh, feeding that way? Ah, good question. So I'm going to maybe split this into two things. We can feed a horse a senior feed at any age. If we're going to feed it to really, really young horses, I add a ration balancer to bring up the nutrient levels to support their growth. But I've I've definitely done that for some situations. One thing you need to be mindful of is we don't save the good ingredients just for the senior feeds. So sometimes I see people say, my horse is skinny, so I fed it your senior feed and it it didn't work at all. I'm like, well, you know, seniority is low calorie. So so I promise we, we don't just put the digestible ingredients in the senior feeds. But if we're thinking about your horse's needs, a senior feed might be appropriate for the horse who needs to gain weight or, you know, is a hard keeper, but we might look at senior sport and not seniority because senior sport is a high fat senior feed. So that's just broadly something to keep in mind um, because I do find that's a common pitfall that people run into. If we're feeding it with hay, we need to make sure we feed at least the minimum label recommendation for your horse's size and level of work. That's to get all the other good nutrients in, the amino acids, the trace minerals, the vitamins. And then the amount you need to feed from there is dependent on your horse's calorie needs. So are they an easier keeper, a harder keeper, and the quality of your hay. So you may find that the minimum for Calm and Easy, for example, is four pounds per day except, you know, your horse is working decently hard, they're a harder keeper, and your hay quality isn't great, maybe you need to feed 8 or 10 pounds. Now, of course, if we need to go beyond 10 pounds, we wouldn't just feed more calm and easy. We would go ahead and look at senior sport or resolve. Also, both high in digestible fiber, technically senior feeds. So those are some of the considerations when we're combining it with hay. Now let's move on to the horse who they're not eating hay anymore, whether it's because of age or some other issue. In that case, we do need to keep in mind maximum meal size is five pounds for your average size horse, scale down for a pony, 
up for your big beasties. So we're going to need to feed usually four to five meals per day, which that can be challenging from a management perspective. And we're going to want to make sure the senior feed we pick is in line with, again, their calorie needs. So for most senior horses, seniority pellet can be very appropriate. Sometimes we run into really hard keeping seniors, and even when we're feeding them 20 pounds per day, they're still thin. We might want to move up to, you know, either calm and easy, that's one step up, senior sports, another step up. So, you know, thinking about all of those things, it's not, you know, a one size fits all situation. But generally what this looks like is four to five meals per day split out as evenly as possible, but it doesn't have to be every five hours per se, but you wouldn't want to feed meals, you know, just two hours apart. And then I've seen people do a lot of really interesting things. Um, Sometimes they're going to use things like timed automatic feeders that drop that feed um, to allow them to feed those multiple meals per day. So remember, horses are grazing animals. They have very small digestive capacity relative to their size, which is why we need to keep those meal sizes smaller. And then sometimes we're going to combine that senior feed with something like soaked hay cubes. So maybe they get part of their diet, say 10 pounds a day of seniority pellet, and then another 10 pounds per day of a soaked hay cube that allows them to do some grazing type activity as well. So there's lots of different combinations and we often have to go through these case by case to help them fit your specific management scenario because it's not one size fits all. No, and and if and if for any of the listeners out there, you're like, okay, that's a lot to digest. Uh, pun intended. You can go to the show notes, contact us, hit the link, a free consultation, and you know Nicole and the team can walk you through this, right? Because it is, it's like a big matrix. I could just see it in your head. You're just like, okay, <laughs> if here, here you go, here, yeah, yeah, it's just a lot, isn't it? Yeah, no, absolutely, and. You know, the interesting thing is we have this aging equine population uh, because we have introduced a lot better preventative care, veterinary things, all of that. So we're, we're certainly in a new place with our senior type horses. And we've gone through some different, you know, nutritional fads, if you will, with senior type horses. But these days we have it pretty dialed in. And then honestly, just finding a feed that fits your management style ends up becoming, you know, the most significant barrier there because again, it is so individual. And then sometimes our old horses get a little picky so they can throw some wrenches in that plan as well. Yeah. Well, as always fascinating discussion, it, 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 there is, it, it's just, I guess this is why I love doing this podcast because it, equine nutrition has changed so much in the past two decades, and there's so much that goes into the thoughts of these products that uh, the Tribute team and other companies around the world are putting in there. So thank you for what you do, Nicole. I know, you, you, like you said, you just said it, horses are living longer, they're, li- they're healthier, uh, you know, because of, of nutrition, you know, that's one of the primary drivers of, of horse health. So, so thank you for what you're doing. Thank you to the listeners. Again, uh, in our show notes, if you want a consultation, uh, please go in there and click on that. And if if you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes, can you just do that real quick? It's really helping us in our circulation. We're getting picked up all over the world. We have listeners from all over the world. So welcome to the podcast and, and thank you for supporting us. And thank you, Nicole. 
Yeah. Thank you, Chris. And thank you to all the listeners.